Hello, 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 and welcome to Courageously Kind. I'm Maddie. And I'm Liz. We're twin sisters and best friends. Together, we share stories of especially kind humans doing especially kind things in hopes that these conversations motivate and inspire you to be kinder to yourself and others. When we're not speaking with an incredible guest, we'll speak directly from our hearts about what it means to us to be courageously kind. This week, we had the absolute honor of speaking with Known Wells, who is the host of a podcast called You, Me, Empathy. Isn't that amazing? Um, (laughs) And also the founder of the Feely Human Collective. (gasps) Doesn't that sound so exciting? I love it. It's so creative. I love it. And we definitely got in our fields with this episode. And I really think you guys will, too, in the best way absolutely known is so insightful he's so wise and we are so grateful to have him on the show and for him to share some of his beautiful wisdom with us today as well so settle in get ready to get in your feels a little bit and enjoy this episode with known thank you so my name is known wells i am a feely human i am a feely boy i am a doggo lover i'm a writer I uh, have the podcast You Me Empathy that I've been doing for about five years now, and I created that to be a space to be seen in our wholeness. Uh, it's something I, I never really had, and I wanted to create that for myself, but mostly for others to allow others to be seen and heard and allow listeners to reflect and to share and to empathize with the stories of of others. And I'm the founder of the Feely Human Collective, which is a community of feely weirdos and rejects and highly sensitive people and activists and creatives um, really dedicated around this idea of, of growing and grappling with the superpowers of empathy, vulnerability, and emotional curiosity. And I in that front or in that vein, I, I lead workshops and I, uh, you know, I'm in the process of building out a membership community and uh, have some merch and things, you know. Yeah, that's me. I love it. That's awesome. <laughs> How did you come up with the name Feely Human? I, I feel like it, it is kind of self-explanatory, but I just, I love it so much. Thank you. No, that's a great question. I So I think I started... I'm sure the origin happened on the podcast. I, I, I think I, I called myself that at some point. I'm like, <laughs> this feels right. This feels accurate. Like I am, you know, feely in the sense that like I am deeply sensitive. Mm-hmm. I feel my feelings. I, I'm curious. I want to like experience life in meaningful and hard ways. And, mm-hmm. and you know, I think a feely human is someone who is an activist, someone who cares about the world and other people and 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 sort of protecting this planet and and building community and and fostering uh, brave and beautiful spaces you know and so it just fit and i'm like oh it fits for a lot of the people that 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 i talk to i'm sure it fits for you too for sure absolutely it, totally and i would say like most of the people we know too like you said most of the people you talk to It totally, totally fits. And I love it. And I never, I don't think I ever would have thought of feeling human, but it's so like, I feel like it just totally encapsulates 
everything yeah. that you you just mentioned so that's awesome oh, thank you thank you how did the community get started where did you did you like start a physical space or did it take off online what what were the origins of that sort of community building aspect uh when i started you me empathy it mm -hmm. was it was my sort of desire to just kind of grow my own capacity for showing up for people. I, I was sort of previous to that on my own mental health journey and I I wanted to do more. And then when the, you know, a couple of years into that, I'm like, I still want to do more. I have like a deep, compassionate heart. And I, I you know, sometimes that gets me into trouble. Sometimes I, <laughs> I overwork or burn out myself sometimes, you know, get overwhelmed easily. Mm -hmm. But I wanted to do more. I wanted to do more in my community. I wanted to do more for, you know, people I've interacted with through the podcast. And so I started building it out, I guess, in, in 2019. Mm -hmm. And then it didn't officially launch to the public until May of 2020, which was like, you know, as you know, a couple months into a global pandemic. Yeah. Time to bring people together. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but it, but it, it, it served it in a way in that, cause it, it was really, really just at least in its first year, mostly an online space. Mm -hmm. And, and, and by that, I mean like a lot of Instagram sort of community building. Mm -hmm. I've since discovered that that social media isn't the greatest community building platform but like since then it's it's sort of grown in that yes I've I do workshops in local businesses and and bookshops and things like that on empathy and I lead locally here in Southern California um, this thing called Feely hikes mm. where where uh, me and others uh, go and move our bodies and our hearts. Yeah. And, uh, and then just, you know, local activism, you know, and mental health advocacy, you know, that kind of stuff. Um, and we're really where I want to take it. I mentioned this membership community I'm building mm -hmm. that I'm hoping to launch in January of 2023. It's, it's, I've realized that social media as a, as a platform is, is, is great for marketing. It's great for like mm -hmm. staying connected at times, but it's not, it's not really, it doesn't really facilitate deep, uh, meaningful collaboration. Yeah. Often mm -hmm. I feel like, and I don't know if you feel like this sometimes often I feel like I'm just like speaking into the ether and no one's listening. Yeah. All the and time. So, <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. And so for a sensitive person, you're like, that, that feels hard. That feels yeah. frustrating. And so the, the membership community is really like the idea there is like, I want, I want to, I want to be where the people are, as Ariel says, I want, I, I truly <laughs> want to like grapple and grow together and, and be witness to that growth and grappling, um, as a community. That is so awesome. I, yeah, yeah. I don't think I ever thought about that, but Instagram does feel like it it lacks I think at least I feel like mm -hmm. it feels like it deep lacks connection, yeah. yeah a deep connection I and mean, it can definitely feel like you're just talking to you know a wall or yeah something. absolutely and there's yeah. a sheen to it too there's a lot yeah. it like it rewards performance mm -hmm. and by that like you know you know you, you hear it all the time right like you present yourself in the way you want to be presented and that sometimes yeah. that's not 
always authentic and that's fine. And we show up in the way we show up, but it also like it rewards a performative quality of activism. It rewards a performative quality of deep shared humanity. And I want, yeah. like, I want to, like, I, I, I perpetually want to be in an uncomfortable place. Mm. And that's, that's a, you know, that, that, that may be a privileged position and that I want to seek that, but like, it's where I want to be. I want to like, I want to grow and grapple together. And, and, and so Feely human, like it started with empathy, vulnerability, and emotional curiosity, which were all three tenets of my own mental health journey. And, and the, the three things that really helped me um, connect with myself, helped me heal through a lot of trauma, helped me grow in connection with others, you know, all of that stuff. And so those are sort of the tenets of what Feely human is. I love that. For someone who maybe has never heard the term emotional curiosity before. How would you describe that? And what does that look like for you? Yeah, so emotional curiosity, um, it's kind of a blanket term, but it essentially means being curious about our emotions and feelings, right? Mm -hmm. I believe that feelings, well, certainly every human has feelings. We all have feelings, whether we are willing to admit it or not, right? Mm -hmm. And so I think it's important for our own development to be curious about what's happening with our feelings and emotions, right? Something comes up, I'm feeling anxious, right? It's better for me and the people around us in the long run for me to mm -hmm. ask what's, what's going on there? Like, why, why am I feeling anxious? Like, what is that about? And feelings, you know, feelings are just feelings. We all have them. They're not facts. They are sometimes not even truths. Yeah. Sometimes they're the feelings of others, right? If, if you're a yeah. highly sensitive person, you can, or empathetic person, you can pick up the feelings of other, another person. So you have to discern, are these feelings mine or someone else's, right? Mm -hmm. So being curious about your feelings is information. It's like information gathering, right? Yeah. And, and so what that means to me is... I am I am being present and aware of my own self mm -hmm. and and how and and that's going to ultimately allow me to be more present and loving and empathetic and compassionate toward others at Absolutely. the end of the day, right? Mm -hmm. yeah. Cuz if I'm showing up in spaces and I and I have no clue like if I've like just stuff all that stuff down like I'm showing up as someone I don't even know. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And then how do I show up and like truly care and be present for another person if I don't know myself? Yeah. That's why yeah. I always say like you have to go inward before you go outward, right? Yeah. Absolutely. Like the big a big part of empathy or emotional curiosity or vulnerability is like to get comfortable with those things for yourself and what they mean for yourself prior mm -hmm. to like really making an impact on others in your life. Like my my own empathy journey, um, and 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 having empathy for myself mm -hmm. uh, has has allowed me to like do that in big and beautiful ways for my partner. You know, even the dogs in my life, the animals in my life, like friends. Yeah. It's and it's it's beautiful and it's it's challenging certainly, but it's. I think in a world where, I mean, I'm sure you to feel this, as college students, 
there's a lot of pressure, right? There's a yeah. lot of pressure to perform. There's a lot of pressure to achieve certain, like, you know, I remember coming out of high school and being like, like the only reason I went to college is I got a soccer scholarship. Yeah. But the, I, I remember the pressure of like, oh, that's just the step you take. You go from yeah. high school, you go to college. Right. And I yeah. think that's a little I think that's a little messed up. I don't know yeah. if that's the right approach, but there is this a pressure to achieve and to check boxes and like you're an adult now you do these things. And I think we yeah. need to like obliterate all of that. I love it. Yeah. And so like, I think the work of a feely human in my mind is to examine all of that and understand what that means for us and slow down and look at it and pause and be still in some of that discomfort. Yeah. You know, absolutely. For someone who, who wants to start like this journey inward, but has no idea where to start. Do you have any advice or anything that you would recommend for someone who wants to start that journey? Sure. I mean, I, I, the disclaimer always is that I am not a therapist. I am not a mental health professional. I am a feely boy who once buried a peanut butter and jelly sandwich in the backyard and the next day dug it up and ate it. So I am very professional. Um, <laughs> uh, no, but like truly, I, I think, I think, I think finding what feels like safe people is, is an important part of that work, right? Yeah. Like, I, I truly believe like this is the stuff that we don't do alone. Yeah. Like we can't truly do all of this stuff alone. Like we need each other. We need that mirror, right? Yeah. Like I, I know that for myself, like I, I struggle sometimes with like, like just making sense of my feelings, making sense of my thoughts, like making sense of this silly brain of mine. And so having a partner, having friends to like reflect openly and allowing for and, and having it to be having it feel safe and feel seen and heard in those spaces and where you're not going to be judged, where there's no shame. Right. Yeah. Like that is crucial. So finding what feels like safe people. Right. Mm -hmm. Is a cru crucial part of it. Absolutely. Um, and then, you know, and then there are all sorts of tools, right? Journaling is a big one. You know, I did a lot of writing in my early mental health journey that was just like a lot of just reflecting in, in nonsensical ways. Like, mm -hmm. I don't know how to make sense of this, but I'm going to write and just get it out, yeah. you know? Yeah. Yeah. It was Absolutely. a lot of that. Um, certainly therapy has helped in moments in my life, things like that. Yeah medication you know like i i think yeah. one of the things that i find that is often true and i'm wondering if it's for true for either of you is that mm -hmm. a big obstacle to all of that is do we even feel like we deserve that care and curiosity mm -hmm. like do we even feel like we deserve to go on that journey to figure out what we're about and who we are and how we heal and all of that stuff yeah right yeah yeah oh what a yeah oh, hard that hits. Too. yeah exactly <laughs> yeah yeah and I think for me too like am I willing to put myself in that uncomfortable space of like mm -hmm. figuring it all out when it might be more comfortable to just squish it down and not think about my feelings and not mm -hmm. address it yeah. but it's just going to cause more problems for me later. You know, it's not doing me any good. So yeah, are it we is. willing to go there? Yeah. And you know, I, I think what is also important to say is that 
the pushing down mm-hmm. and the the censoring of ourselves and the diminishing diminishing of ourselves sometimes is a coping mechanism too that we yeah. need in certain moments in our life, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It might have been a survival technique that we we picked up in childhood, right? Like yeah. I I know for me that I grew up in an environment that didn't feel safe. And so mm-hmm. I learned like I was so good at just like shutting that stuff down, like guarding my heart in ways that protected me, that helped me survive, right? Yeah. But then when I got into my teenage years and an adult years like I was a lost little baby, you know, like I yeah. didn't know how to operate with my heart. Right. It yeah. was like a brand new heart, which is, um, which is hard. So like, I think that's why the self-empathy piece is so important because it's, it's going to be hard work. It's essential work and yeah. we need to give ourselves kindness for the survival tools and techniques that we've picked up along the way. Absolutely. Yeah. I love that. And like, like you said, mentioning that kindness and like not beating ourselves up for those, you know Mm -hmm. what I mean? Like showing ourselves empathy and, Mm -hmm. and understanding, like you said, that that was just something we did to protect ourselves. And yeah, we're, we're, we're humans. We're messy. Like, I think our, our, I think the, the natural human state is messiness. It's mushiness. It's, it's weirdness. It's so allow for some of that, like, cause you know, we mentioned Instagram before and the performance yeah. of that and the sheen of that. Yeah. Like we, I think it's natural to want to feel like, oh, I've got my stuff together, right? Yeah. <laughs> right? You know, like yeah. that's that's like, because I don't want to make anyone else uncomfortable, right? Yeah, right. Um, and I, I think shedding a little bit of that and, and sort of dismantling a bit of that is is going to do us all a, a good. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Do you think there's any way to kind of reshape social media or do you think we need to kind of start over, come mm. up with a new system? Uh, it's an interesting question. Um, I, I think I think it's ultimately what we bring to it. Mm-hmm. I think it, it, it will always be and will continue to be a tool or a platform at the end of the day that you know, it's a business, right? It, it needs money. It, you know, Mm -hmm. it develops algorithms to facilitate that. And as part of that, you know, that, that algorithm, it censors content that, that I may share mental health stuff, or it may, it may share content that's that, you know, that someone's posting that's about banning books or whatever, because that's too political or whatever. Right. But these things need to be talked about and said, so It is useful, um, but I, I think ultimately, I don't know if we can reshape it. I think that's an interesting idea. What mm-hmm. we can do is be critical and discerning about our relationship with it. Like, are we taking care of ourselves? Are we scrolling too much? Mm-hmm. Are we being clear about like why we are here? Yeah. Right? Like, what, like you two have this podcast, this beautiful podcast, right? I have my podcast. I'm mm. always checking in on like, does this still feel good to me? Yeah. Is is the why still clear to me? And yeah. I would say, I would say we would we should ask ourselves that with social media too, right? Yeah. Like, does sure. this still feel meaningful? Mm-hmm. You know, and if if that question is hard to ask, you know, maybe it's 
Maybe it's not leaving Instagram completely. Maybe it's just using it in a way that's a bit more balanced or serving to your community, right? Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. We just had that conversation a few days ago. Of like, let's, you know, like make sure that our intentions for the podcast mm-hmm. are, are still mm-hmm. what we wanted them to be and, and that yeah. sort of thing. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. That's important. Yeah, I think we've learned that we have to check in with mm-hmm. each other and mm-hmm. ourselves often yeah. about that. It's hard too, because, you know, you have a good day on TikTok or whatever, or you get a lot of views on something and it, it kind of fuels maybe your ego a little bit. Yeah. And then you want to make more and see, again, you have to check yourself and say, okay, why am I doing this? Why am I doing this? Is the message still rooted in courage and kindness? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, it's funny, we're taking yeah. a course too called media culture and society which talks about all of these things right how are we using media checking ourselves and and making sure that we're not we just had an episode on doom scrolling too about like just mindfully and like you said critically looking at how we use especially like social media yeah it's tricky right like liz you mentioned the numbers and and the numbers can be yeah it can go to our heads right and and i feel like you know, I'm like, I, I feel like that is a byproduct or just a a part of the system of of what is capitalism. And mm-hmm. capitalism, mm-hmm. in my perspective, is toxic. It's a toxic force that that yeah. makes us feel like we have to keep checking boxes and achieving mm-hmm. and and growing those numbers. And what what does yeah. that even mean, right? Like, yeah, it it feels it doesn't feel human to me. Yeah, right. So yeah. it it is ultimately and and i'm grateful to hear that you two are thinking about it like bringing awareness to it yeah is is so important yeah not not doing the things mindlessly but but bringing a more mindful approach to it yeah yeah well i've noticed too like when i'm not mindfully thinking about like what am i looking at on instagram and stuff that kind of permeates into my life too Mm -hmm. where i feel less mindful in other like when i'm talking to my friends and that sort of thing so yeah i think that awareness can spread to like all aspects of our lives too agreed yeah agreed yeah can i just say that you two um give me hope for the future truly like it like Mm. i have goosebumps and i want to cry thinking about truly (laughs) like gonna make me cry (laughs) i'm like already crying so um and it i think it's because um you know when i was a college student i was i was a mess you know i i was i i i was battling anorexia i was uh, undiagnosed major depressive disorder like i i was a mess and i i had no like awareness and insight and that's not a criticism on myself that's just what it was that's 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 yeah. the byproduct of where i came from yeah. And so when I when I am faced with or witness to young humans in the world like br- talking about this stuff and being aware of this stuff, it um it gives me hope for the future. So thank you. Oh my god. Thank you, thank you. for saying that. Yeah. It, oh my gosh. Yeah, I'm going to cry. We need <laughs> we need you. We need you. And we need you. You know, we yeah. need people to look up nah, to. I'm, 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 no. I'm <laughs> So what's going on with the Feely Human? What else? You mentioned that you do workshops. You're creating this new platform. What do the next few months look like for you? 
Yeah, it's really about um, building out that membership membership community and yeah. what that will look like starting in January is it's going to be a paid sort of private membership. Yeah. And there will be monthly events uh, with various Feely human friends that I've met mm -hmm. throughout, throughout the years, you know, Jen Pasteloff, Vanessa Bennett, you know, various other people lead workshops on various Feely things uh, monthly. And then we'll have monthly um, conversations around focused around Yumi Empathy, the podcast, as well mm -hmm. as uh, movies that make us feel, which is like an ongoing series I'm doing about talking about movies that make us feel, uh, and then various <laughs> other things that I'm planning. Um, but I'm really excited about that. Uh, so that's been my main focus. The other thing I'm working on is I've been building out this deck of cards that's, um, designed to help us sort of grow our capacity for empathy and vulnerability. Awesome. And my friend S has been, has been illustrating them. And, uh, S is a beautiful, beautiful artist based in Canada and I'm, and we're working on it together. And so eventually I'm right now working on the pitch deck for that. So we're going to eventually pitch that and hopefully get that published sometime next year. So awesome. those are like the two big things, like the, the workshops and things have been, I've sort of taken a pause in them because it takes a lot of work, uh, yeah. to, to plan those. I'm still doing, I'm still doing like, I'll do like occasional, like co-creating sessions over zoom yeah. with the community, as well as the feely yeah. hikes are monthly. Those, those continue, but yeah, those are the, those are the main things. Yeah. That's awesome. You're a busy guy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I got two rescue hounds. I also run an Airbnb and I got a couple of part-time jobs, you know, oh my doing all the things. Of course. Yeah. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. <laughs> I have a couple more questions. Um, we ask this to everyone that has a podcast that comes on here and it is the hardest question and I never know how to answer it myself. So if you don't know how to answer it, that's totally fine. But do you have a guest, like a favorite guest that you've interviewed, a favorite episode that you've done? I know it's so hard and you can totally say that you don't want to answer because I don't know how to answer this question either. <laughs> Yeah, no, I mean it's like picking your favorite child, right? Right. Exactly. Or your favorite dog, you know. Yeah. Um uh Ripley is the favorite dog, by the way. Uh <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, uh, you know, <laughs> I you know, I I think what is interesting about doing a podcast is that you are also witness to your own growth as a human, right? Like I I recently have gone back and listened to some of the early episodes of my podcast and I'm a different person, which is kind of exciting, right? Yeah. To think about. And and I've had so many wonderful, wonderful humans on the show from therapists and authors and big names like Will Wheaton and and, and things of that sort. Um, I think a recent favorite, I would say, is Dr. Jennifer Mullen. Mm. Um, she is um at decolonizing therapy on Instagram. And mm. uh we we just like really got into the systems of therapy and therapists mm. and like how that system has been set up to really be first of all really hard on caretakers and therapists, right? Mm. Um and mm. and 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 sort of the the systemic issues there and like how that eventually impacts and make it makes therapy very inaccessible to a lot of people. Mm. Mm -hmm. And so we talked about that and what dismantling that looks like. And it's 
like she's just a force for beauty and good in the world. And I highly recommend anyone listening to to go follow Dr. Jennifer Mullen. Um, so yeah, that's our recent fave. That's awesome. We'll be sure to link that Absolutely. episode and her yeah. socials and stuff in the yeah. description too. That's awesome. You have a podcast called Movies That Make Us Feel. Do you have a favorite movie? Again, can you pick one? I know it's hard. I mean, how dare you ask me these <laughs> these questions? Um, I definitely don't have a favorite movie all time, That's but fine. I have I have a few favorites, and yeah. I would say a recent favorite is Everything Everywhere All at Once. Mm. Have you seen it? No, I heard really oh, good things about it do that like that's your homework for the week is like watch that movie it's available to rent right now on you know wherever it's like it's it's a movie that when it we saw it in the theaters I've seen it three times Mm -hmm. saw it in the theaters the first time I had to wait 10 minutes because I was crying uncontrollably Uh, it's just uh, so it's it's hilarious mm -hmm. it's absurd Mm -hmm. and it's so deeply emotional Uh. And if, if like I connected to it on like a mental health level, like I think there's yeah. a great mental health allegory at play in the movie. It's just beautiful. I would say um, an all-time favorite is uh, Nausicaa of the Valley of the Wind, which is a 80s um, Hayao Miyazaki animated film uh, out of Japan. Have you seen any Studio Ghibli movies? Like I think I've seen that. Couple. Howl's Moving Castle, yeah. Princess Mononoke. Yeah. Yeah. Um, same director. Uh, this one is a, you know, like a lot of his films, Miyazaki's films. It's a it's an environmental allegory um, mm-hmm. about like, hey, we're 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 abusing the earth. Um, yeah. And it's from like the mid '80s, maybe I think. Um, and it's really special. I'm I'm a big nerd for like hand drawn animation, so awesome. that's a that's another one I love. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. How about someone you? Asked, yeah. What's your favorite me, movie? Okay, I was just gonna say someone asked this to me the other day, and I didn't know how to answer. Um, I love The Princess Bride. I love Mandy Patinkin. Oh, he's the it's a best. Great one. Yeah. So he's good. a dreamboat. Right. Oh, yes, for so sure. So good. I love that they have a TikTok. He has, yeah, him and oh. his wife have a TikTok. It's amazing. Really? That's, They're amazing. Yeah. They that's do funny. like a lot of like activism Incredible stuff on there. It's really them. cool. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. What would you say? Oh my gosh. Yeah, I put you on the spot. Oh. <laughs> I don't I can't, I can't pick one right one. now. I don't no. think I can. <laughs> it's a lame answer. I'm sorry. That's, that's valid. We'll respect it. <laughs> <laughs> we'll respect it. No, one, tough, is there anything tough, else? Tough question. It is. Yeah. Yeah. It is. Be on the spot. <laughs> is there anything else that you would like people to know about the feeling human, about you meet empathy, about any of the wonderful things that you are doing to make the world a better place? Uh, I would just say to, um, like, I, I love the name of your podcast, Courageously Kind. And I, I think to do, to be empathetic, to be vulnerable, to, to be emotionally curious to be a feely human is courageous. Yeah. Uh, kindness is courageous, right? So yeah. remember that showing up in the world in in all of the sort of rich, messy tapestry that 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 is us, that is the human condition, is a beautiful gift for yourself mm-hmm. and the world. And 
Um, and, and sometimes it's hard and sometimes shame comes up and sometimes anxiety comes up in that space, but like, um, keep doing it because it is courageous and it is brave and it's, is, is what the world needs. So I would say that. Absolutely. Beautiful. This has been like one of the most like awakening, like fulfilling episodes. Yeah. I think we've ever done. No, for sure. I'm like, oh, that's so sweet. Thank you. I'm starting to feel all the feels. Know, we'll explore those it. later. <laughs> yes. Feel those feels. Yes. <laughs> I love it. No, thank you so thank much you. for being here with yes. us today. Oh my we goodness. Really, thank really you. appreciate it. Thanks for so inviting cool. me. It was an honor so cool to connect with you like this yeah and thanks for answering our email we send a lot of cold emails (laughs) don't get many responses so well i should say that you you did well with your email i i get a lot of emails i get a lot of emails and a lot of people wanting to be on the show or a lot of people just pitching their person for the show things like that yeah and uh, a lot of them are are very clearly like like they don't know me or or have like they've never listened to the podcast or whatever they just like it's clear to me that they're like not my people and so uh your email was easy to read it was kind it was sweet and um it was an easy yes so yeah well thank you yes thank you so much thank you so much (laughs) we have gotten a few of those emails too where people are pitching themselves and it just doesn't Mm-hmm. doesn't feel genuine or liz gets dms from producers oh all the gosh. time that feel so like they wait instagram dms like why are we conducting like business or like why do you yeah business over... propositions over... yeah what? i mean i get i don't know yeah maybe that's the yeah. future but yeah. yeah is there anything do you think that we could do differently i would love to ask you as someone who has been a podcast creator for five years do you have any advice for us this is kind of a selfish question but Mm, I love it. I love it. Um, I I think what you two are doing is wonderful. I, I I would say keep, you know, checking in right on your why, you know, and and understanding also that that why may change, and mm-hmm. that's okay too, right? Yeah. Allow yourself to change in that process. Allow yourself to be challenged in the process, and like I do some podcast consulting. And one of the things that I always come back to is knowing that like even the podcast itself can change. Like mm-hmm. that's okay too. Mm-hmm. Like, and, and sometimes that's needed, right? Because yeah. like I know for me, like I've been doing the show the same way for the past five years and I still love it. Mm-hmm. And I'm also like starting to feel a little inkling of like, I want to like maybe change this up. Yeah, And that that could look like putting an end to Yumi Empathy and starting something new in the same vein with a new name and a different approach mm-hmm. and structure, right? Yeah. And that's that's exciting to think about, right? Yeah. So I would say keep doing what you're doing, keep checking in and allowing for transformation. Awesome. Yeah. We can do that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, thank you so much. Thank you. Thank Again. you. Thank oh my you, gosh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Liz and I always chat a little bit after we do an interview, and she said to me that she thinks that this episode is one that she is going to go back and listen to over and over again. Absolutely. You know, a little um, 
confession time. I normally kind of black out during interviews. <laughs> I don't know. It must be nervous. I do the same thing. I never remember what I say. Yes. I have a great conversation, and I end the conversation knowing it was a great conversation. And the next day, I'm like, I have no idea what happened. I don't remember anything. Yes. I hope I didn't sound like an idiot. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's like yeah. anytime I, like, read in public. Yeah, like, same. I don't know what I just said. Yep. Um, but this episode, along with a few others of ours, are episodes that I'm going to have on repeat all the time because everything Noah was saying just hit so hard Yeah, in the best way. Yeah, and I think that, like, totally on brand for him, you know, the feel of human. Absolutely. He really made us feel some some really beautiful things and, and encouraged us to be really self-reflective, and we encourage you to do the same. So definitely go check out Yumi Empathy. Check out the Feel Human Collective. You can find him on Instagram. And we will tag that, of course, in the description. Um, and stay tuned for that awesome new membership community thing. That sounds awesome. And we can't wait to see what that ends up looking like. Thank you so much for listening to an amazing conversation. And we will see you back here real soon. We'd like to give a huge thank you to Annawaltz Landscape Contracting for their support of Courageously Kind. Annawaltz is a family-owned landscape contracting company in Berks County that has served Pennsylvania for over 35 years. If you're ready to get your landscaping project started, visit annawaltzlandscape.com or call 610-916-7070. Annawaltz Landscape Contracting, beautifying Pennsylvania one yard at a time. Thank you so much for listening. If you like this episode, feel free to share it with your friends, your family, or anyone you think might like it too. And if you want to support the show, leave us a review on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. It really does help. Or check out our merch store at CourageouslyKind.org. Take good care, and we'll see you back here real soon.